and welcome to another episode of Worst Collection Ever. This is the show where we tell you about the worst comic book collection in existence, and it just happens to belong to us. I'm Jen. And I'm Sean. And, uh, R.I.P. Meltdown Comics. R.I.P. Meltdown Comics, as you can, uh... I posted something about it. Yeah, I posted something about it on the, uh, the Facebook page. Uh, L.A. Institution, I think it's been there for about 25 years. Definitely 20, at least 20. I think they said 25 in yeah. the stuff I was reading. But uh, home of the Nerdist Theater, home of the places like the Meltdown with Jonah and Kumail. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's kind of an L.A. institution. And now it is no more. Well, yeah. Well, apparent as of the end of the month, end, end of, of March. The end of the month, they're going to be closing their doors for the final time. Uh, and the news came pretty sudden, like, it last did. week. Like, this is basically like, yeah, we're closing. Goodbye. Yeah, we're closing at the end of the month. Bye. It's like they had maybe two weeks. No. Um, what I the rumor is, is it's going to be ripped down that whole little stretch there and turn into condos. I don't know if that's true. I haven't seen any mm-hmm. actual proof behind that. But uh, that is, that's the word on the street. Well, it's funny because one of, uh, you know, I was talking to one of our, I posted this and uh, one of our friends was like hey what's going on does i make enough money and i was like i don't know hers gonna be condos and it's like well maybe it'll show up somewhere else and from what i understand that's not the case oh really yeah i was reading in some of the one of the posts maybe it was uh like emily gordon or something it's it's done like they're just not gonna move it somewhere else like because somebody was like oh we need to save it you know we need to find another place for it and they're just like no no it's, it's done yeah they don't want to do it anymore i guess not yeah well i mean i can't blame them i mean the meltdown you know it's a comic book store it's super hip. It's never been one of my favorite places. Yeah, not I've always yeah, thought it was I mean, way too expensive. It, yes. But you know, I buy cheap garbage, mm-hmm. so I am not the best barometer for this sort of thing. Yeah, uh, never been one of my favorite stores, but it is unique and cool, and you know, well, different. It's it's definitely different. It's definitely like well, that's the thing that you know I, I like about going to different comic book stores is kind of just trying to figure out like you know whatever identity is that they have. And mm-hmm. uh, Meltdown was you know in a class by itself because because of its affiliation with Nerdist, because of the theater, yeah. because of its location, which, I mean, right in the middle of Hollywood. Yes, like, right off Sunset. Right off Sunset, right across, you know, like pretty much like almost right across the street, if not, you know, right right down the street from uh, the Guitar Center. Yes, that you know, big-ass like guitar, big guitar center. Big-ass Guitar Center, which, you know, in itself is another institution, you know, because, I mean, shit, I'm like, can you imagine how many fucking rock bands... Yeah, you know, and musicians have uh, come through those halls, looking, you know, those that that place, trying to look for, you know, bands and stuff like that, or just, you know, gear and right, you know, crew, you know, people to jam with. I always, you know, enjoyed going there. Sometime, you know, most of the time, just to kind of just take it in, even though it's in terms of it being a store. But I mean, in terms of like for, I mean, for just, our just, purposes, yeah, for purpose, yeah, for our purposes, you know, as comic book people, it doesn't really work. But yeah, you know, it, I, it, for what well, we I mean, it, for what we do. Yeah, for how we how we how for how we uh, embrace comics. Yeah, it's not not quite where, uh, where yeah we it, would be it, at. you know it was way for me it's way too expensive for my blood. Uh, well, that's the thing is like I was I literally uh, was like because they're doing fifty percent off of all the, everything everything in the store and they uh, have you know all their back issues and all their books and everything like which, that and like, which they don't really have a ton of back issues and they never really at least okay in my experience they never really did. Yeah. I feel like because a lot of their floor space was taken up with other stuff, especially yeah. as its affiliation with the Nerdist grew. Yeah. 
Yeah, definitely. And there's a lot of uh, different celebrity uh, contributions. Yeah. You know, in terms of artists, you know, them, them being, you know, for providing like artists and statues and stuff like that. They have like a, you know, those cachet of like loose toys and like statues and stuff like that. Uh, I think we've talked about it a few weeks ago with uh, Daughtry going there to purchase the. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, you mean our, in our in our imaginations, Daughtry went there to purchase the Cyclops, not Cyclops, the cyborg. The cyborg loose cyborg, superpower, loo- the cyborg superpower. Which I think if it, I've had I seen it, it was if it was still there, when yeah, we went, well, I probably would have bought it because it would have been fifty percent off. Yeah, I probably was seventy five bucks. I probably would have picked. Yeah, but I mean, it's nonetheless. But I mean, we we did go. We did want to go say our goodbyes to this, you know, this LA institution. See if we could find anything fun. I did get two grab bags. Uh-huh. Which were actually two for one, so that's kind of exciting. So I got like ten comics for well, like two fifty or something. There are a bunch of new ones, yeah. Um, but maybe something we could look at later. Telly, really? Yeah, a lot of new stuff. A lot of remarkably like just that's the one thing that was always you know I always expect from like grab bags. It's like, well, maybe we'll get some new stuff or some old stuff. I, I like the old stuff. Give me that old stuff. But again, their back issues were never really. They had some on the wall that were older, but they were so expensive. Well, Especially I don't think even, they were so much expensive as Well, that just, one Superboy well, Legion yeah. one was like 75 bucks or something, and I was like, mm, no. Hey, I'll order this. <laughs> well, this is, I mean, look, I feel like we're being kind of too negative about them. No, no, I'm, I'm not saying, I'm just saying for my blood, it was a little too expensive. Right. For me. Well, but I'm I do, sure other people are like, that's how much it's worth, Jen. Shut your fucking mouth. Yeah, and then fair enough. Uh, but. For stuff, you know, for me spending money, it was too expensive. Yeah. Uh, but I ended up getting, well, because I was going to get, uh, there was two things. There was the uh, first appearance of Adam Warlock. Yes. That was uh, hanging out there. Or one of his first appearances. Like, I can't remember which exact issue it was, but it was one of the ones that, you know, was pretty much like the, his debut. Uh-huh. And I was thinking about getting it because i was like oh great you know but it was just like it was i was thinking about it though it was like it wasn't like graded it was just like in like a, just a sleeve you yeah. know like it was literally just like yeah but it wasn't it wasn't the card the book wasn't in the best condition right and i'm assuming that that particular issue will probably be uh more valuable come once uh guardians of the galaxy or whenever he whenever Al, uh, adam warlock shows up on uh on the, in the marvel movies but mm-hmm. Uh, but I didn't get it because I'm I, I, one day I'm going to read it and I'm going to get it in a best part of a collection. But, sure. Uh, but there's also that there's that and there's also a uh, what uh, what I I kind of fell in love with it, but I, <laughs> but I but I realized that I shouldn't buy it because I don't need it. I know is a uh, so there's a company called Chalkline Official mm-hmm. that creates like these uh, old jackets that basically were like the satin starter jackets. Yep. They from ha- back in the 80s. From back in the 80s. And they create they create a lot of coats, you know, like a lot of jackets and apparel that looks like, you know, the old uh, graphic coats. You know, I mean, it, if you don't, you, just go to their site, you know, look up Chalkline Apparel, Chalkline Official or something like that. And just look at some of the apparel they have. And you kind of, you already know what I'm talking about. And uh, they had a NWO Wolfpack jacket that was an XL. Mm-hmm. And you know me. I can't fit into shit. 
That's not true. No, it's true. No, it's... <laughs> I, I have a hard you time. You do have long arms, so that makes your life difficult because you'll put something on and, like, it's way too short for your arms. Yeah, and I'm very particular about that. And you also have that. the same problem with your legs. I, too, have this problem, so I, I get it. I'm very particular about that because I like having, like, if I'm wearing a shirt, I like it to, you know, if it's if it's got, you know, cuffs on it or something, or if it's kind of like if it's a dress shirt or something, like, I like it to fit exactly the length that it is. Right, so if you stretch out your arms. If I stretch my arms, I don't have it peeling back all the way, or, you know, I don't like it being too baggy. And this fit really well. Yeah. This jacket fit really well, and I was thinking about getting it, and... You know, and I it was like 130 bucks, and you know it's half 50 percent off. But I was like, I just don't need it. But Jen did buy some grab bags. I did. I bought some grab bags. I also bought a trade, which I was very excited about. It yeah, was yeah. Uh, Batman: Brave and the Bold, Bronze Age, Volume One. Right. And, and this is something that, again. This kind of goes back to the point where we go and look at uh, trades. And we forget that they put – we don't realize I, that they put some stuff out. I forgot they existed. And I know I've seen them before and I, I've been like, oh, shit, I want to get those. Yeah. Because that's like right up my alley. Um, well, what's great about this is that it's not the showcase ones that are black and white, which, no. you know, those are great if you want to read them. You know, if if, you, if you're if that's cool with you being, being black and white because I have an Eclipse of One and I think I have a few – one or two others. But, but th- these are in color and these are, you know, prime – Bob Haney, yeah, bat shit stuff with you know him, Batman hanging out with. I think I think it's in the Metamorpho era. Well, there's think, all sorts of crazy. Yeah, shit there's all on. sorts of stuff in there. So that one, uh, I have a feeling we'll be doing something from that one. Yeah, absolutely. Just because I was already reading it, I I got through one and I was like, oh man, it's already crazy. Yeah. It was him and the Metalman. Oh man, see, I can't. I gotta. I'm gonna. I'm gonna, I'm gonna plow through that too. Yeah. I'm gonna probably indulge in that because I'm very excited for that. Uh, and then uh, for what I picked up, I picked up. It's a volume. It's the latest volume that came out of the packaging of uh, Uncanny Avengers. And the reason why I got it is because it has Wonder Man and Beast on the cover. Right. And it's from an issue of the uh, Uncanny Avengers that I did purchase, a single issue. Mm-hmm. I never got around to reading it. And, and it's was, one of the new ones. It's right? one of the brand new ones. Yeah. I was like, it came out like the, the issue, you know, itself is, you know, came out like last year. Yeah. Or maybe it, I can't remember. I don't remember when it came out, but it was, you know, it was pretty recent. And I was like, well, you know, I saw this and it was, you know, like a couple, you know, it was a couple issues compiled, you know, and uh, I I decided to check it out. And uh, I actually really liked it. Yeah. The the, the Uncanny Avengers have, uh, it's basically, it's post uh, Hydra Steve Rogers. I'm sorry, he bit me. And uh, <laughs> you. Uh, sorry. It's post Hydra Steve Rogers, and they're everybody's digging out from all that stuff. And the team consists of uh, Rogue, uh, Doctor, Doctor Brother Voodoo. I'm sorry, I almost said Doctor Voodoo. Brother Voodoo, uh, Quicksilver, Synapse, who is a Inhuman, um, Human Torch, and. Uh, Wonder Man and Beast, and I think I'm forgetting somebody, but it was a pretty good book. Basically, uh, Tommy Johnny Storm becomes a billionaire uh, because apparently he is the only, one of the only people left at at this point uh, after the Fantastic Four went away, hmm. and he got to have the rights or he got all the money from all of Reed's patents. Okay, so now he's like a billionaire. All right, and uh, yeah, and then uh, what's her face? Uh, Scarlet Witch is like getting fresh with 
brother voodoo oh, that's right because like you they're, know he because he because he, he did save her and she and you know there's no there's no vision around and wonder man's around and wonder man wants to kick it with her but she's not feeling wonder man because yeah. i because as i found out recently apparently because wonder man was exploded okay. like way back in the 90s okay by a kree cannon and the first issue of force works and Juan, him and wanda had always had a thing because right. His brain patterns were based, used to create vision. Right. And, you know, and there's a whole deal with that. But he ended up being trans, he ended up uh, coming back because something, oh God, I don't really, I can't remember what happened. Something about Deadpool, Rogue kissed Deadpool because she, oh God, I can't remember. There's something happened. Rogue kissed Deadpool and she had Wonder Man in her and it came out. And he became his ionic form again. Okay. Don't ask me. Yeah, yeah. yeah, whatever. But that's what happened. Okay. Something like that happened, and now he's back. She got rid of him like she was getting rid of, like, bad clams. <laughs> right? Bad clams. The Wonder Man story. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that, basically that happened, and now he's back. And then there's, like, he's just hanging out with Beast. So, you know, I'm on board. Oh, yeah. There, because you, be- that's your bromance. And it's funny because they kind of, like, yeah, actually Beast and, and Wonder Man is my bromance. It is. You just love it. It is my definitive romance. I will always... I don't write anything, but I will ship them. Sure. I think that is my ship. Yeah, but like a, a platonic ship. They're awesome together, mm-hmm. and it's kind of funny. And they and maybe we'll even do this for the show because, you know, I, mean, I don't mind doing new stuff for the show. They go to a bar to have a beer, and they kind of like catch up on like what's been going on with them. Like Beast has been going through some shit, too. Oh, yeah. You know, where like he was the dark, you know, he was this dark beast, and he helped Captain America and the Hydra thing, and just all this stuff going on with him. And it's a, it's messed up. Like, yeah. Marvel's messed up. Yeah. Like, excuse me. For all the shit people talk about DC, Marvel's really fucking messed up, too, guys. Yeah, Marvel's, Marvel's way messed up. And don't get, don't cut the, don't cut them any slack. No. No, that, that, no what, one gets slack. That's what pisses me off because because they, they Marvel and I think I think a lot of people are catching up to that. Uh huh. Where it's like it's like oh geez DC's so confusing they just keep starting over nobody knows what's called going on. So like, what are you talking about fucking Cap? Uh, oh Marvel's a Ma- mess. Mar- Marvel's a fucking mess. They're restarting Captain America every w- week. Oh the X Men like is almost impenetrable at this point. You're just like what? I can't. I mean I have a hard time believing that all the stuff that's been going on is is supposed to be within the same universe. Yeah. Over the years. But that's why they did like the Ultimate Universe and the you know all that sort of shit still, and, and the Hydra stuff and everybody got pissed off at that. They didn't you know. Yeah. And so. then they then they re, they re. And then it's like, it. it just didn't happen. I like how they did something like that with Captain America as if, like, it was going to be okay. Yeah, exactly. Like, this is, this is. They're like, people are going to like this. Super edgy. And you're like, And then everybody oh, was like, no, no this sucks. And he's like, oh, yeah, we're just kidding. That's, that's all they do. LOL jokes. That's how comics is. Basically, it's a bunch of comic, but a bunch of fucking weirdos being like, wouldn't it be funny if Captain America was like. A fucking Nazi bro. A fucking Nazi bro. And he, had, he was like, Hail Hydra and shit. Okay, yeah, right, right, right. You know, draw, draw, draw. Oh, and there you go. people are like, whoa, what the fuck? This is totally against everything this character has stood for for the past 75 years. And they're like, oh, just kidding. Yeah, we're just kidding. It was, it was for lols. See, here he is again. Looks totally back. for lols. <laughs> So, but yeah, so you got that, and you also got uh, what the trade we're going to read an issue of today. Oh, yeah, I thought I, was, I thought I got to the point where I talked about it, but I did not. Uh, yeah, we we're, tra- we're going to read from uh, a trade. It's just uh, Drax, Guardian of the Galaxy. And so there's, a, there's kind of a caveat with this book mm. after I realized, after I purchased it, that I already have a lot of these stories and other things. Oh, okay. Uh, there's a few things in it that I don't have. 
but I am a, a Drax man, an early Drax man. Okay. <laughs> I think there's a few of us. All right, fair enough. Because everybody loves Drax from his, you know, the Guardians of the Galaxy and all the stuff that he's, you know, he's come from like that. But I am... An early Drax man. I am an OG Drax guy. <laughs> uh, Guardians, uh, Warlock and the Infinity Watch, you know, I, I am fascinated by that. Uh, I'm fascinated by, you know, all of his stuff early on, you know, coming that we're going to read from here. And uh, a lot of this book covers that. You know, a lot of Captain Marvel in here, you know, a lot of... Just stuff like that, and uh, I didn't. Re- I didn't realize that I had a lot of these because mm-hmm. it was the thing. We were in the store, and I was like, "Okay, I really want to get something." And I saw this because I like when I, they do things like this. Yeah, when Marvel will just be like, "Hey, we got a character, and we're just putting a bunch of bullshit for them in a book because people can read it and people can check it out." Right. You know, people can be like, "Oh man, I didn't know this about this character." You right. know, I get to read these old stories because. I think they're not going to check it out. Other, they may not. They may not find it otherwise. Yeah, I mean, it's you know, it's they're hard not like to, us. Well, not only that, but I mean, like you know, you really let's say you really loved Drax. You're you're 22 years old. Guardians of the Galaxy. You just loved it. You loved Drax, and now you got to try to figure out what issues he's been in because you want to know his whole story. Yeah. So either you try to hunt down all these old like issues. Maybe some of them are digital. Maybe some of them aren't. Yeah. Or maybe you have to get a bunch of different collections. Or you could just get this cool thing they just put out with all of them. Yeah, well, there's a lot in here. I mean, there's a lot of stuff in here that, uh, like I said, it laps over. But I'm I'm glad to have it, and uh, so we'll be reading from that today. And uh, it says it kind of bumps me out when I have something that I have already a lot of. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm like, I still like it. Sure. So I'm not gonna complain. Like, I, and there's no way I'm gonna go back and be like, excuse me, uh, Milton Comics, I already had these. Can I return? Everybody's bringing their dogs too. Yeah, I know. It was a it was a dog <laughs> it was a dog happy event. <clears throat> At uh, Meltdown Comics. No, everybody's bringing their puppies. I was like, I want a puppy. There was a guy with a huge white puppy who's huge and so fluffy and so good. He just sat there. He was a good dog. Yeah, all the little dogs were being shitty. But the, he was yeah, being... the dog, little dogs were barking at each other, but this big dog was just like, whatevs. And I was like, oh, was like, I love him. He's like, I'm big and handsome. Hello. He was very handsome. Or maybe it was a girl. I don't know. Oh, it could have been a sheep. It was a very, 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 very pretty dog. Very beautiful dog. Yes. Uh, very white. Oh, yeah, so, like, pristine. I know. Like, how often do you have to bathe that dog? How is that possible, too, when you're walking this dog through Hollywood? Right? That dog should be, like, brown, <laughs> just covered in filth and garbage, just because a, that's just, it just collects when you go to Hollywood. Just a, just a, just a little, just a, you know, a nice hearty soot. Yeah, because, you know, and I think we've said it on the show before, you know, people give New York a real hard time for being a dirty ass city yeah which it is which it is but dude hollywood's fucking filthy yeah there's no trash cans yeah well, that so was, that's what pissed just, me off that's what they're me everywhere off. it's yeah. just trash the other day well the other day <laughs> we, went to, we went to the store you know to the the meltdown where we're like i had my co- coffee cup and i'm like all right i want to throw this out there should just be maybe a trash can somewhere on the street you know nearby nope. this place nope. especially at a place near near meltdown where a lot of people are going by yep nope nope no trash can so I was like, where am I going to put this? I don't fucking know. You yep. know so it Eventually we did find one in Meltdown itself. But outside on the street, you're like, no, there, there's nothing. Yeah. Toss it on the ground, guys, because that's where it's going to go. But yeah, one thing I want to say about Meltdown, though, uh, the theater has been site f- uh, oh, for, for so much stuff. For a bunch of stuff. a bunch of stuff that we've actually been, uh, we've actually participated in. Yeah. That have been, or at least had ties to, that have been, has been really cool. Particularly a few live events with uh, comedy film nerds. Yep, they had their. Uh, they wrote a book. That's right. They had the book release party, and there. they had the book release party there. The comedy film nerds guide guide to, to movies, movies, which we edited. Yes, which we helped edit. <laughs> um, and that was that was their book release party. Was there? 
at yeah. Meltdown in the back room there. And they had, and they had their- that cake and they had all the people who did writing for it, you know, like Jackie Cation and uh, who Alan Havy, I think, Alan was, Havey there. was there. Alan Havy was there. Susie Nakamura. Yeah. Uh, probably Mike Schmidt was there. Did Greg Proops come? He no, he was the, the one road. that didn't come. He was on the road. I think why. he was the one that everybody wanted because they wanted everybody wanted his autograph, but he wasn't there. But he was on the road or something. Yeah, he was obviously. Yeah, he was. Yeah. He was pretty busy. So. But yeah, so like it just. It was, and also, oh, go ahead. No, it was just, uh, you know, that that happened there. Well, I was going to say, that was the place where you got to meet Dean Haglund, too. That's right, Dean Haglund. Yes, I was a big X-Files fan, so I did get to meet Dean Haglund, and I wasn't crazy. No, Dean, you're very well behaved around Dean Haglund. I he was probably so was nice. Remarkable. I wasn't like, hey, hey, let's talk about the X-Files. Hey, you want to talk about the X-Files? Uh, because you could talk about the X-Files. Because, oh, my God, like forever. Uh, but I don't think Dean Haglund wants to talk about the X-Files because that's probably the only thing people want to talk to him about. One of my favorite things in that book is Dean Haglund tells a story about how his agent passed on for him a role as an elf oh that's in, right in, in, in lord, uh, of the rings. lord of the rings it was just like yeah it's some bullshit whatever you don't want to do it and he was like what and then he found out and then it went obviously went out to become like gigantic yeah and not and, only that but he's a big dork so i'm sure yeah. he would have been like oh my god yeah he kind of he kind of lost out there and yeah. he's like yeah i fired that guy yeah well <laughs> you know um so yeah would that happened um you know we've seen a bunch of stuff there well we we've seen uh was it the set list set list a, a couple times which is really fun we we saw dave anthony do his one man show there Yes. Um, you went to which Patton Oswalt opened for which yes, and Patton Oswalt did. We saw a dollop there. No, wait. Yes, did we? So. We were supposed to go see a walking in the room, and we didn't go. We did I not that. go. I feel like we did see a dollop. Did we see a dollop? I don't know. I've seen the dollop a couple times, but I know they've done it at Meltdown. So I'm yeah, like, eh, was it there? Because uh, I do remember. I feel like we did because Patton was on it, hmm. and they were sitting. Okay. Yeah. True. And I, I don't know why else they would have been sitting. Maybe you're, no, you're probably right. Yeah. I mean, there was a, also, I think our first time I was ever we were over there uh, was shortly after we moved here, and your buddy Tyler. Oh shit! My buddy Tyler from Battleship. I went to high school with Tyler from Battleship Pretension. Yeah. Uh, and we had gone to see something else. No, it was his show. No, no, we went to see something else. There was something else going on, and we went, and I was like, oh yeah, Tyler. I don't remember. No, no, no. We had to go see his show because because that was the first thing. That's one of the first things we ever did when we yeah. got here. And I remember, oh God, I remember, God, it was even before that we moved out here and like when my, my our buddy Tom Tran, whose podcast I did do, Sex, Drugs, and Rock and Roll, you can check that out. Or mm-hmm. Sex, Drugs, and Jokes, excuse me. Uh, Sex, Drugs, and Jokes, you can check that out. Um, I'm on that one episode a couple months back. He had like a bachelor party for a friend of his yes. and I went there and I made friends with the comedian his name was ed not ed greer mm-hmm. but some, this other cat named ed i forgot his last name he was uh talking we talked we got to talking and he was mentioning about meltdown how he participated in comics and comics comics and comics on comics yes or maybe it was comics and comics because that's those are two things yeah there, the there there's two separate ones there's a comics and comics which is Comedians a, talking about comics. It's a com- well, it's, no, it's a comedian. It's a stand-up show based oh, around right. comedian, you know, based around comics. And it would be so confusing because usually comics on comics and comics and comics would do events at usually the same conventions. Yeah. Oh yeah. And they were like, 
at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> You're comics like, wait, what? <laughs> comics on Comics, of course, is the podcast that uh, we have uh, been on ourselves, both yes. me and Jen, and we, uh, we, our, our good friends Vito and, uh, and Juan, and Juan yeah. uh, have participated in. And so, yeah, they used to do shows there in the past, and, you know, and so that's where I, I heard about, like, I, d- I just knew there was all these ties there, because it's always like, hey, man, there's like this comedy place in the back of a comic book, st- or there's a comedy show in the back of a comic book store. Yeah. You know, and oh my God, and you know, this, like, this is going to be great. You know, this is not, you know, and I, wasn't as into comics as I am now. Right. But it was like, oh, that's very interesting. Yeah. Because that's a very unique place. It didn't, you know, it didn't occur to me that this was what was going on there. And it was very early on. It's before it became that. the Nerdist Theater, too. Yeah. Yeah. This is like before, like. It was a couple of years before that. Yeah. A couple of years before that. And yeah. I mean, it was just kind of cool. We saw a couple things there. Definitely. I'm trying to remember. I feel like there was something. Well, there was a, there, I went to a art gallery of wrestling themed art. That's right. And I then you also went to see, uh, there was like a wrestling. The wrestling, uh, going in raw, uh, wrestling with regret. Yeah. That was recently that. whenever there was like a pay-per-view in town and, yeah. a, and a bunch of those guys came in to do shows. Have we, we've been to other things there. We, we? We've been to see a couple things there. And I just don't remember. I feel like there's people's like stand up specials or people like doing stand up that we were like, oh, we'll go see them. Yeah. You yeah, know, I know we out. definitely saw a set list at least twice. Yeah. I feel like we saw it twice. I, I know we saw Dave Anthony. I feel like I saw Greg Proops do stuff there a bunch. No, we, we, I feel like we maybe might have saw him do uh, World's Smartest Man. You know what? You're probably right, because we saw him do World's Smartest Man at the Bar Lubitsch. Yeah. But I think you're right. We and did, at the Improv as well. And at the Improv, but you're right. We did see him do it at Meltdown. Was the Bar Lubitsch one? Was that the that very... That was the very first one, yes. So we were at... I don't because, even know if he still does a show. I think you know he probably what? does. I think he might. I haven't looked for a while, because I saw it pop up on my thing. Like, I don't know why. I just, like, saw it. Maybe I was on AST, like, the, the message board or something, and I saw... I don't even know if that exists anymore. I don't either, but this is back. This is when we first got here. And I was like, I love Greg Proops. I've loved him since yeah. he was on Who's Line. And I was like, holy shit, he's doing this thing. It's in Bar Lubitsch. It's like right down the street, you know, comparatively. And I was like, let's go. Yeah, so let's go we did. And then, yeah. yeah I, mean, I some, feel like he might still be doing it. I don't know. Yeah. So some, uh, bar Lubitsch is some like, random ass bar. Like vodka bar. It's a vodka bar, which <laughs> it was in. Uh, it's on. I, I, it's I, on I, Sunset. No, it's not. It's not? It's on Santa Monica. Oh, okay. It's on Santa Monica the opposite way Mm -hmm. from WeHo. Yeah, it's down that way. You go the other way, and it's towards there, and... I've only been there once. We've only been to that once. Yeah. But I also remember it being used in a sketch with Zoe Saldana and Kate Bosworth that I watched. Huh. Because I was like, oh, I know that place. Okay. I don't remember this. Yeah, it was like this one where they're talking in kids' voices. Oh. Yeah. All right. It was like a funny or die sketch. Sure. That's what funnier die is, I guess. I yeah, know. why not? <laughs> That's what funnier die is. Basically, like, why not? Yeah. Hey, you can you get a celebrity hey. to fart on your camera? Yeah, why you want to do something stupid? Come on in. Hey, we're gonna pour uh, beef stroganoff on uh, Big Pussy's head. You know, and it's gonna be we're gonna we're gonna put it out as a sketch. You guys in? Oh, I'm in. Yeah, sounds good. Yeah. Hey, that sounds like a good idea. Hope you guys can. If you guys want that, <laughs> you want to find uh, Vincent Pastore. He's dead. No, he's not. He's not dead? I think he's still alive. Oh, I thought he died. Oh, maybe he did die. I thought he did. Ooh, possibly R.I.P. Vincent Pastore. Yeah, I don't have my phone or I'd look. <laughs> I feel like, didn't he die? I don't know which... which well, Tony... Okay, uh, uh, James Gandolfini's passed Absolutely, away. he died, yes. Robert Loggia. On the, I'm talking about Sopranos people, but I mean, these are like... He wasn't a major character. He no, passed away. But yeah, Robert Loggia was like a million years old. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, sorry, baby. Man, if there's only a way to, one way to check, but... 
I could go get my phone and look. No, we we'll, take a break. Let's take a break. Let's leave you in suspense to find <laughs> out which Sopranos members have passed away. And uh, we'll come back and we'll do our book for this week. Warlord Worlds. A fan podcast devoted to the comics of writer and artist Mike Grell, including The Warlord, John Sable, Green Arrow, Star Slayer, and Shaman's Tears. I'm Ruth. And I'm Darren. Please join us as we discuss the stories, characters, and art in the many excellent comics from writer and artist Mike Grell. Special episodes feature interviews with Mike Grell himself. And special segments feature great guests discussing the Legion of Superheroes. Listen at Podbean, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and YouTube. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, or visit warlordworlds.com. Warlord Worlds is part of the Rad Adventures Network at radadventuresnetwork.com. All right, we're back here on Worst Collection Ever with our book for this week. It is Iron Man number 55 from February 1973. Uh, and you, you had a, something Oh, I do. I have a programming note. Uh, Vincent Pastore is alive as of this recording. Yes. Uh, 71. Good to know. Good, not dead. Yeah. Not dead. I think you were mistaking him for Frank Vincent. That's possible. Who uh, and played? Probable, who played? Uh, I don't know people. <laughs> he played somebody. He passed uh, on the. He played a big role on the Sopranos. Come on, say Simpsons, but Sopranos. Uh, I forgot what his name name was, but he did, he was the one that he had a heart attack, and then he uh, got his head ran own head ran over by his own his his own head his head <laughs> his ran over head. by his own SUV. Oh, that's impressive. That was that was how he died on the show. <laughs> Even though he was been the mob and he was fighting with Tony and all that stuff, he did he he had a heart attack at a gas station and then his car came out of whatever park out of park and ran over his own head. <laughs> and, Lovely. And a dude, some dude watching it, barfed. <laughs> this is just some random kid just standing by with oh. you know, some teenager went. Bleh. I should watch that show again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was a uh, that was that was it for him. Yeah. Uh, I also reminded myself. I was reminded of the time on S- uh, Sopranos when AJ went to go see Mudvayne. Oh God, really? Well, you didn't just see it, but it was it was like Meadow was like, "Hey, AJ, are you enjoying Mudvayne oh, or God. something?" Because you know, Meadow was so pointless. Because a- he, well, she was pointless. I, yeah, I could have done without the kids. I yeah, fuck. I don't give a shit about their kids. Yeah, I don't care no. about Tony and Carmela. Yeah, that's all I care about. Yeah, AJ. AJ was such a. They were putz. both terrible. They were both AJ terrible. was a putz. Yeah. I was, you know, I was like, no, and he was stop a, giving these two airtime. Send them to boarding school. He was a young new metal putz. Pet, yes. Too. That was that was the worst kind of putz. He <laughs> was like, I'm into new metal, but I'm also a putz. And then the series ended with him becoming a movie producer with no credits. Like, he didn't, he just well, that's, always, that's what happens when you're in the mob. Literally, he just went from being, he was just like, I'm in the mob. He's like, I'm a movie producer now. Goodbye. Or he knows because, like, Tony was like, because he was like trying to kill himself. Do you remember that? No. It's yeah, been so long. He tried to kill himself because he was depressed over, I forgot what he was depressed over. And then he met some girl he used to go to high school with. Yeah. And then he, and then he became a movie producer and mm. he was driving a Mercedes. And that's how that show ended. Mm. You know, of all the shit that he went through, he just ended up becoming a movie producer. And it was basically like, yeah, all you do is you get some scripts and you find actors. That's how you do it. That's how you Because <laughs> I think it was like Tony or like one of his – it was Carmel, whoever freaking told him to do it. He's like, yeah, just do this. And he's like, okay. 
Yeah, and then there was. A, do you remember that one? Do you remember how that one kid turned goth, and then they sent him to board, and sent him to like a like a scared straight program? No, it was a, it was a Vito's son. Oh God, because Vito's Vito got murdered for being uh for, for 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 liking guys. Oh yeah 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 yeah. And then uh, and then and then this kid was acting out, and he took a shit in the shower, <laughs> and then so they just had a bunch of dudes come in at night and be like, "Hey man, we're gonna take you to a cool place," and they just took all of his shit and sent him off because that was the concession because of the widow. You know, oh, they had to, yeah. that, was, that was how they do it, and they're like, and they're like, "Well, we can't just like." Send him to boarding school and like, what's cheaper? It's like, oh, let's just do the scare straight thing. Yeah, and that's whatever it is because he was because yeah. he, he was goth because he went from, being, went from being like a regular kid just all of a sudden just being like like painting his face and shit. Hey, it happens. Yeah, I remember yeah. that. I just remember Christopher sitting on what's her name's dog when he was high. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that that sucked too. Yeah, and then she got murdered. Yeah, and she had IBS when she got murdered. Remember that. No. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I forgot the IBS No, because she was so stressed out because they were like, Oh, she was because she was getting informanted. Yeah, because she was informanted. Yeah. And uh, she uh, was like all stressed out and she was like, had IBS, just kept on having to go places to take shits. And then, and then fucking Polly Walnuts just took her out to the woods and shot her. Yeah. Well, that's what happens if some dude's going to take you in the woods. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, don't go in the woods. Especially if you're Italian. Don't ever go in the woods with a man when you're Italian. I have, I have lots Someone of... will kill you. You know, we should do a Sopranos podcast. I feel like we should. <laughs> I feel like we would have a lot It's to... been so long since I've seen it, so. There's got to be a Sopranos podcast. Oh, out I'm sure there. there is, but. Probably with more people more, with more credits. What would we call it? Um, don't go in the woods. <laughs> don't go in the woods in the Sopranos podcast. Yeah. I don't know. We should, I seriously like episode by episode. Here we are talking about the Sopranos. Mm, not, I, I, I kind of like this idea. <laughs> we have HBO. We watch it. I'm not, I, I don't even know if I'm qualified to talk about Sopranos. We're totally not, but I, I think we could just discuss. That's that I mean, you have to be qualified. You don't have to be qualified. Did you I'm not watch? Qualified. I'm not qualified we're to not talk about comics. We're not qualified to do this. Did you watch it? Let's talk about it. That's all you got to do. I haven't That's watched how, every episode. This is how podcasting works. Did you watch or read that thing? Now you can talk about it with your friends. <laughs> Well, uh, that's what we're going to do right now. Because <laughs> yes, it is. Iron Man, or I guess you would say the Invincible Iron Man from uh, number 55 from 19, uh, February 1973 uh, on the cover. This uh, We get introduced to Drax the Destroyer, or as he is just called on the cover here, the Destroyer. I think he might have been uh, might have appeared briefly in the previous issue of here. I don't know. Maybe I, I don't have the previous issue, but this is the one that they start with. Uh, there's also some other notable debuts in this issue, as we'll get to. Uh, and the reason why we're doing this too, because this is not really like a terrible book, but we can make it. We could. We, we. I just. I was reading it last night upon getting this book. You know, this trade, and I was like, we can talk about this. We can have some fun with this because it's dumb. It's yes. cosmic dumb. You know, cosmic you got, dumb. It's cosmic dumb. You got Jim Starlin writing it. You know, he's being all weird over here. And mm-hmm. uh, so on the cover, you have uh, Drax bursting through a wall because he's coming to save Iron Man from the Blood Brothers. Basically, uh, all I could see think of when I saw these two is just of the Bludgeon Brothers. Yeah, that's that's it's kind of just kinda as gravity. dumb and pointless. Well, basically, the, <laughs> so basically, the Blood Brothers are uh, two identical monsters uh-huh. that kind of look like Ben Grimm, but if instead of rocks, he was made of flesh, but he they, still had the same structure. They're kind of like rock monkeys. 
No, the, he kind of they kind of look like a rock, I like a monkey. Just, they are Monchichis on steroids. They're Monchichis, a hundred percent Monchichis, which mon- are terrifying. How did Monchichi ever become a thing? Those things are fucking scary looking. Well, well, they we we, uh, we what happened was somebody probably read this comic and was like, oh, I I know, I'm sorry. Cocaine. <laughs> 80s. There you go. That's all you need to know. Uh, it's just like cocaine. You're like, okay. Yeah. So Monchichi's on steroids because basically they got like these giant arms and they're all hairy and they got these weird like... Rock faces. Rock, they got these weird like ridged eyebrows, but they also have like giant... They have these weird like tight froze. Yeah. Kind of like when you spread seeds on a chia pet. Yeah. That's what I was saying. It's like a chia pet on steroids. Like a chia... chia yeah. It, it, they're weird. Chia man. They're weird. Yeah, and one of them is, uh, you know, they're beating up on Iron Man, and Drax has come to the wall, and he's like, Monsters, I've tracked you across galaxies for this moment. And uh, even if you crush Iron Man, you can't stop the Destroyer. And I th- that's basically how they would introduce him as the Destroyer, but he was also Drax. And right. says, uh, The Golden Avenger battles the Titans of Saturn and learns to beware the Bludgeon Brothers. Yeah. There's, a lot, there's a lot going on in that. There is, and also, not really. <laughs> that's not actually what happens in this book he doesn't beware the bludgeon brother no, the blood here. brothers that they're here and they did they, i say bludgeon brothers you did but <laughs> I mean, gonna be no, nobody wants to beware the bludgeon brothers they're a pointless gimmick um <laughs> poor bludgeon brothers sorry guys uh, as they're listening to the show <laughs> so so yeah there's a lot of shit going on on this cover uh so then the first page we have is drax and he is in chains of some sort. He's in some sort of a cosmic jail thing, and he's, be- he's being he's, held. Yeah, and he's and he's. There's the thing about this, like he's um, just shouting out. I think this is going on because we go. Kind of, I think we kind of go back a little bit yeah. and catch up. Uh, I do want to say though, he is colored slightly differently. He is. Yeah, he, he's a little bit more of a indigo. He, yeah, he's purple. more bluey in this cover, and over here he's definitely purple. Yeah, it's definitely purple. I kind of like this indigo one here. Yeah, I like that too. Because the because cl- the, the classic Drax is. I like the classic Drax a lot. I am a big fan of his outfit. I have tried. He multiple- does not look like D- uh, Batista. No, he doesn't. But I would like to see Batista wear this. <laughs> I would be a huge. I would if Batista just showed up and it's like this is what I look like now in this movie as Drax. I'd be like fuck yeah <laughs> because. You know, because because maybe we'll get my Infinity Watch movie too. Maybe because we already have Gamora. You already have uh, you already have uh, Drax. You already have Adam Warlock. We just need Pip, who I think is gonna be that's good. That's who uh, uh, Peter Dinklage is gonna play. Okay. Uh, and then you need uh, Moon Dragon, which I'm surprised she hasn't shown up yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, you need. Wait, wasn't she at the very end? No. She wasn't hanging out with Stallone? That, she wasn't in that? That's Starhawk. Oh. Which is two chicks. Okay. Two guys. I don't know. It's not. There were a bunch of different people in there. So I was like, wait, was she in part of that? I don't remember. Yeah. No, she wasn't. I, okay. I wouldn't know. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. I am, I am a, I am a uh, Moon Dragon fan. Um, you and no one else. I think that's, I think that's <laughs> accurate. Uh, sh- oh, God. Why am I blanking on the fifth member? Adam, Pip, Drax. Me. Am I the fifth member? You. Uh, Gamora. <laughs> well, that's right. Gamora, Moondragon. So that's five. And then Thanos ended up being six. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So, you, shit, you have almost all of them there. Let's, we're we're going to do this, Marvel. We're going to fucking do this Infinity Watch, and you're going to do it right. You, why, why are we threatening Marvel? I don't know. You should write them a letter. I should write them a strongly worded letter. You really should. Anyway, so Drax is in these bonds, and he is like, he's like yelling at, for Iron Man to hear him, and he's like, yeah, Iron he's Man. Like, Beware. 
It's like fear, message of fear and dread. Need heed me, Iron Man. Beware, beware. And he's yeah. all yelling. Yeah, he, so, he's like, I am Drax the Destroyer. Blah blah. So then we he's telling well, tell them to beware the the Blood Brothers. Yeah, and it's like he's getting his ass kicked. Yeah, so that's what we cut to. We cut to Iron Man getting his ass kicked in his office or home office, either one, uh, yeah. by the Blood Brothers, who, by the way, are wearing like loafers. They're wearing weird. They always what wear... is going on with that? What because these look like. I mean, I think it's just the coloring, but. It looks like they're wearing slouchy white socks <laughs> and like loafers you'd wear with slacks. Well, they're wearing those. They're, I think what's the idea is that they're supposed to be wearing these boots, those boots that are like big and cuffed. Yeah. You know what I'm talking but about? That, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's not what that looks like. But it looks like they're just wearing. They're just men's wearing, casual men, loafers. <laughs> yeah, men, they're wearing, uh, you know, Doc. Doc Martin loafers. No, not even. It's just like he's wearing a pair of Sperry's. <laughs> I was trying to think of a good shoe. Fucking, you, I'll leave there, that to you. you uh, there's fucking Doc Siders. They're just like, <laughs> I'm going to put these on. Then he's got his like white slouch socks from back in the day. Either that or socks where the elastic has come out. And they're just like, Meh. Yeah. You're sad. <laughs> and I'm like, what's going on here? Yeah. And they're pounding on Iron Man. And he's throwing them around. And he, But he hears this message. And he's like, yeah. oh, I heard that. And uh, I need to be uh, be aware Right. Where obviously. And so then, he, but he gets knocked out. And they take him into a little squat ship. They take him in a ship and th- they. That can't be comfortable. No, they take him to they, Saturn. They take him to the squat. I like the squat ship. Yeah. It, it really. Are you, should we take him to, are you, should we take them to Saturn? The, either Saturn or Titan. Hang it takes on. him one of the two. No, 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 no. They take him to the Southwest. Because, because, because. Southwest? Because Drax is a, Drax is being held captive by Thanos, who we get to see later. He's uh, not on Titan? No, oh. we get to hear good though because later he gets a message from Titan. Oh, okay. But okay, there, okay. but Dra- but Thanos is here in America. I mean, why else? Why not America? Why not? Thanos is here in America, and Thanos is like, I'm gonna like hang out in, this, in like Arizona or some shit, and like get some Tex Mex and hang out with Bobby Flay. Yeah, fair enough. Bobby Flay is making some egg rolls, you know, and uh, <laughs> some Drax, southwestern egg rolls. Right, off screen here, we don't see Drax. Drax is in bonds here. Uh, it, Bobby Flay is is, is making. Uh, is, is he having one of his throwdown challenges with like some dude who runs like a taco cart or whatever? Yeah, you know throw- what? Like the famous big name taco cart. He is Drax is ruining this uh, the the throwdown. What I'd really like is if Bobby Flay was just like, and here I am in the middle of nowhere, pick a state, Indiana, uh-huh. in like uh, where all there are are chain restaurants. And he's like, I'm thrown down with this guy from TGI Fridays or whatever. <laughs> Why does and then he matter? loses? And then he loses. He's like, well, he always loses. He always loses. I don't think I've ever watched. I got so he- mad once watching Bobby. <laughs> Because he was like, I'm going to throw down with this woman who makes cookies. Yeah. Right? Whatever. These chocolate chip cookies. And every, like, this woman had these very nicely shaped chocolate chip cookies. They look like chocolate chip cookies. Every single time Bobby Flay did it, it looked like something that I would pull out uh, of my oven if I made a mistake. They were all, like, melty and gross looking. And he's like, these are my great cookies. I'm like, fuck you, Bobby Flay. Yeah. Like, I was all mad. Yeah, he's uh, he should be stuck to making Southwest egg rolls. Yeah. Uh, so, so the, the so the Blood Brothers take Iron Man and they they go to Southwest. There's like I want to say real quick. There's like thirty panels just for it to be like, and then the and then the yeah. ship comes, and then they get in the ship, and then they fly here. And they're very cozy in the ship. They're all snuggled up together. They kind of look like you know like kittens, just all <laughs> curled up waiting for mom. Uh, and then they show up, and now we're over where wherever Vrax is, and yep. we see uh, we don't see Thanos, but he's sitting in this chair, and he's like. And he's like, you know, and he's like, Thanos, how'd you get here? And Thanos, and Thanos is like, 
I've been watching you all along, you idiot. Yeah. Or literally, he's just called him a simple-minded adult, but he's just like, he's like, fuck you, I've been watching you, uh, you know, because you hate me. Because the original origin of Drax is he is a being that was... Well, we're cre- going to get to that. Right. Yeah. So we'll get to that. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, he hates... You know, he's like, I'm watching you because you hate me. Yeah. So... So he's trapped up and he's like, whatever, I'm going to kick He's like, ass. I know that you're like connecting with somebody telepathically. And yeah. he's like, oh, let me remember, remember what's going on and how I reached out to Tony Stark. So he said that he reached out telepathically to Tony Stark, but he did it too hard. Yeah. And like gave him like a serious migraine when he was in a business meeting. Yeah. Uh, and so then he, you know, Tony Stark well, he, left. He gets a, he gets a, gets a migraine. And he's, he's like, ah. well, because he's in the middle of this meeting. He's like, all right, we've got this research research. And also, he's got this weird, like, very thin mustache going yeah, on. He does, yeah. It's it's uh, it's a little disturbing. I once experimented with a thin mustache. Would it be like an Errol Flynn mustache? Yeah, yeah. yeah that's that's how he looks. You know, how, do, how do we feel about men with thin mustaches? I try like, like a John Waters. Yeah, I don't know. John Waters does it because he's a creep, and he has completely embraced that about himself, <laughs> and yeah. therefore it's okay. Like, right. Can anybody else get away with it? I don't no. know. I don't think so. Not anymore. I don't know. What about Robert Downey Jr. probably does it. Not or just the he has the goatee. He has the goatee. He doesn't have the mustache. Yeah. Like, well, he has like the yeah. Yeah, has the, go- the full goatee. Yeah, but... but he doesn't have like a thin mustache. I mean, he's like Gomez. Gomez Adams. Yeah. Yeah. You, you pull can, that you off if you're a Gomez. There's a few others. There was a god. What was um, Matches Malone? Okay. <laughs> yes. Well, Matches Malone has his own problems. Uh, <laughs> could you imagine just be like walking in and like somebody's like, "Hey, this is Bill, our IT guy, and he's got like a pencil thin mustache." You look like Matches Malone. Yeah. No, that'd be be like, a, you'd be like, "I don't want to trust that guy." And he's like got a match hanging out of his mouth, and you're just like, well, "No, just just the mustache by itself would kind of." Yeah. Right. Like it, yeah. in 2018. In 2018, pencil thin mustache is, uh, is something to watch out for. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah, so it's nefarious. It is. That means that the that guy's up to something. He's up to the goods. Um, real quick too. Um, before we move on to tell what's going on with Tony here, I want to point out uh, Drax's intense eyebrows. Oh yeah, I thought those eyes- were eyelashes. I, I don't know. He's got some. They're kind of connected. He's got a connected eyebrow eyelash. It's really disturbing. It's like if Martin Scorsese's eyebrows just grew into his eyeballs. <laughs> and it's kind of upsetting to be quite. But you know how I am with eyebrows. Do you imagine if that was the thing where he's like on the like the red carpet and they're like Martin Scorsese, what do you want to say about your film? It's like, look, my eyebrows have grown to my eyelash, or my eyebrows have grown to my eyeballs, and people are like, <laughs> and people are like we knew it was coming. He's like, uh, well, you know, we should, you, we should, all that money and you never should, paid anybody to trim them, huh? You should be. He, he, and somebody's just like, and the, the, the interviewer's just like, you should go see a doctor. And he's like, fuck you, and he leaves. <laughs> yeah, you should see a doctor about that. That's an interview we need. Mm-hmm. That's a celebrity interview we need, guys. That's the only one I need. But I did. Uh, <laughs> actually, it'd be a great science fiction movie he could do about his eyebrow- eyebrows it's, going it's into like, his it's eyeballs. It's like a Twilight Zone. <laughs> <laughs> it reminds me of an episode of, uh, speaking of Gomez Adams, uh, an episode of The Outer Limits, oh. of the revised version, with uh, starring John Astin. Or no, maybe it was somebody. Den- it was Dennis Farina. It was somebody. Mm. It was somebody who had a pencil-thin mustache. Okay. And he was losing his hair, and he took like a thing to grow more hair, mm-hmm. and he grew all the hair. <laughs> Okay. And it just, it was pretty, uh, pretty messed up. Man, I miss, I loved The Outer Limits. Yeah. I really did. When it came back, 
Because yeah, it, it was used on to Showtime. Sh- well, before that, it was on. They showed it after the X Files for a little bit. I think might have been that might have been after because Showtime had it was like ran on before the sexy shows. Oh, maybe. Mm. All I know is when I saw it, it was on after the X Files, but and then it was gone. Right. But I was like, oh, this is the best thing ever because I get to watch the X Files and then I get to watch this fucking creepy show. I never. So I got two creepy shows back to back. I never got on, got into. Well, I never got into this Twilight Zone, but I always felt that the Outer Limits was like a poor man's Twilight. Zone. Oh, absolutely, hundred percent. I think. A lot and I never got into the Twilight Zone either. I think maybe just because like the time period and all that sort of stuff. Well, they but. did bring it back too. Yeah. In the eighties, I remember seeing that. I seen a few episodes of that on CBS. I feel like maybe I should watch the Twilight Zone. You know what a show I want? It's a lot of it though. You know what show I feel like I might want to go back and watch if it's available is Amazing Stories. Do you remember Amazing Stories? No. It was Steven Spielberg's Amazing Stories, and it was basically like Twilight Zone, but like for like really big fantasy stuff. And there was uh, one episode I remember distinctly uh, where a kid learned how to do like a teenager learned how to do science, and he learned that if he he created some sort of concoction. Uh, that if you poured it on a magazine, the, uh, if you like poured it on like a girl magazine, mm-hmm. the girl would come to life out of the magazine. Are you sure that wasn't just Weird Science the movie? I think it was definitely inspired by Weird Science, but I do remember seeing this. <laughs> I need to find it. You know, we could do another another podcast. Huh. It's called Sean Remembers, <laughs> and it's just a bunch of things that I recall incorrectly, but probably that's, did happen. That's pretty much what this podcast is right now. I think that's what we got. You know what? I think it is. We're like, we're like 55 minutes in and we've only got like, eight, like a like, few pages into like this book. Like three pages into this book. So, uh, Tony, so, so anyway, so Tony, like, to, people, the, the people at this meeting are like, Tony, we like need to do his meeting. He's like, fuck you. My head hurts. Yeah. Goodbye. He's having like, he like almost collapses and they're like, he's like, oh no, my head, it, it's weird. And instead of being like, man, maybe you should sit down and like, let's get back to these reports. <laughs> like you people are assholes. I like, so, especially talking to Tony, like just let Tony, let Tony do what he's got to do. Shit, dude, if that man almost collapses while he's running a meeting, get him a chair. Although he's, sure he's okay. Although I bet he's done that a lot. Well, yeah. So Tony goes into his office and he's got his Iron Man plate on because it's just, he's still wearing it because of his tart. Okay. And so he opens up his briefcase. Which, which looks is, like a 1980s boombox. It does, yeah. The way that everything's kind of situated yeah. in there. And he puts on his – we get to see him put on his Iron Man arbor. And it's always fascinated me that uh, he – so basically, you know, this is the classic red and yellow Iron Man. Yes. But he has – so he puts on, like, his boots and his gloves and mm-hmm. – But it looks like he has, like, some sort of, like, cloth thing that's held up by magnets. It's a mesh. The, yeah, that goes between the shoulders and the gloves, between the underwear and the boots. Right. So that's technically not really armor. And then he's got these weird uh, hip circles. Yeah. Well, they're his, his power pods. Oh. He needs those for energy. I see. Or he keeps his uh, cliff bars on there. Uh, yeah. Because <laughs> his suit is powered by cliff bars. Like, you're obviously like not a woman. That's just going to make you look wider. Don't yeah. do that. Yeah. So, yeah. But he's putting on his thing, and he's, you know, you get to see him wearing his little helmet yeah. without the faceplate. It just Which looks, looks so weird. Well, the helmet, with the, the way that the helmet's done without the faceplate now is because he has, like, this weird, like, widow's peak yeah, he's helmet. Yeah. Got, he's got a widow's peak helmet. Yeah. Uh, he looks like, you know, they show those. Oh, I'm trying to think of like what kind of like astronauts wear those like just yeah. the thing on their heads or it just shows their face and yeah. then they put the the helmet over it or whatever. So yeah, so as this is happening and he's uh, he's like okay, he gets another uh, you know yell uh, message message from Drax and Drax is like yeah, this you don't is... know me but help me and he's like fuck all right yeah this this one does not cripple him. But as that's happening, we get to see when the at night when the 
Blood Brothers show up. Oh, okay. And I like this because there's a security guard is like, oh, who's that guy? And then he, he gets closer and he's like, oh, that guy's ugly. <laughs> and then the Blood Brothers just run yeah. in, which I don't know why. They're just they're just there. They're just just show yeah. up. Like, why is one yeah. dressed like the thing? That's a good question. I think it's because they have the same kind of face. Yeah. Yeah. So. I think they're like, oh, we have to wear a trench coat. Yeah. We're, we're required to wear it. Either that or we're flashers. In one, of the, one or the other. So basically... Um, we learn what the origin of Thanos... And the origin of Titan. And, and Titan and Drax. Because I want to point out, we get introduced to not only, uh, you know, the or- to Titan... Because we learn about Titan, we learn about Isaac, the supercomputer. Yeah, that, that is inside Titan, of Titan. Which is one of Saturn's moons. Yes, and, and it's like a, a paradise. It's like the self-contained paradise where the Titans live and they're very advanced. Right, they're very advanced and basically they were doing a bunch of like science. But like Thanos is one of those dudes and he was shitty. And then basically... Well, because uh, it's the mentor who's like the leader. Well, here we got mentor. We have... this is These are the first appearance of mentor uh, Star Fox or and Eros. Thanos. Ooh, or Eros. Yeah. Star Fox looks nothing like. No. Because here's the, for some reason, all Mentor. And They're all purple. Is not, yeah. Mentor, Thanos, and or Thanos is purple. Yeah. We don't see his face, but Thanos is purple. And Mentor and uh, Eros are purple as well, which they did not go. And Eros has like this inverted, like this blue costume. It's yeah, weird. It's, it's weird. It's very weird for me to see mm-hmm. uh, as, uh, as somebody who is a fan of. Uh, tight these characters mm-hmm. and uh, basically yeah Thanos is being shitty and yeah like, Thanos is like you know what I'm gonna build weapons I'm gonna take this shit over so he but but, they, but they're like no and then they exiled him and, and basically he took off in his uh, Winnebago yeah that's really what it looks like well, he has a Winnebago he has this ship it called Sanctuary One I think it's called it's and a Winnebago it's basically a Winnebago he's parking it out by LAX yeah he's parking it by LAX he's getting you know he's he's waiting for you know he's going in and out and yeah. He's farting around. And basically what he does is he goes across the cosmos. Yeah. And it's like, hey, weird people. Hey. Hey, uh, monster. Dregs of society. Hey, dregs of society. Would you like to hang out with me and maybe kill? And they're like, yeah, I'm not doing anything else. Yeah. And and I don't know how he's paying them, but apparently he's paying them. I mean, in murder. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Be like, if if you work with me, you get to murder. That's that's, that's Thanos. (laughs) That's enough. That's the thing that, like, a lot of times you'll read, when you read Thanos stories, he's like, yeah, you know, he just gets a bunch of people to do shit for him. Even though he's, like, super powerful and super, like, intimidating. Because he's smart. He's smart. That's it. He's like, I don't want to do all this work, so I'm just going to pay other people to do it for me. He is a smart heel. That's how you do it. Yeah. Pay people to do shit. So uh, then we get to learn where Mentor is like, yo, uh, Thanos sucks. Uh, And he goes to his father, who is Kronos, who is a face in space that looks like Patrick Stewart. Yeah, he really does. And he's like, yo, uh, we need to like do something about this. He's like, like, look, my son sucks. So could you help me? One of my sons sucks. Your grandson is a piece of garbage. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Your grandson is fucking up. uh, Perhaps we could you could help me. Uh, rein him in and he's like good idea so he like he's like why don't you like create like a murderous thing that wants to kill Thanos he's like done and he's like sure and he uses like one of his just one of his eyes just one eye to like zap some soil somewhere well this is the thing that we don't get to see all about Drax where Drax is basically imbued with the hatred of thanos yeah and he goes after thanos well he but... just like he's he's just formed yeah out of like the earth and he becomes drax and he's like i fucking hate thanos yeah all i want to do is kill thanos yeah that is my purpose can't wait yeah but thanos like you know kind of like 
blows up a planet. Drax has to like fight his way through like a bunch of dudes and, and yeah. he still can't get to Thanos, but man, does he want to kill him. Right. And so Thanos, and the thing about Drax too is like we learn eventually, you know, he was Art Douglas, who was a saxophone player. Thanos flew his ship over around this time mm-hmm. when all this is going on. He flew his ship over uh, the earth, you know, over earth. And he's like, hey, that car might have saw me murder mm. murders the car uh heather douglas who is art douglas's daughter mm-hmm. survives she gets uh and so but as this, ha- this happens chronos and like mentors see this and they're like hey grab that spirit that's going up into the air mm-hmm. we'll, we'll put that back into the earth we're gonna make drax out of this and then grab that guy's daughter we're gonna make her moon dragon okay so that's how that went i see <laughs> grab that guy's daughter give that guy powers. Yeah. so basically we're caught up to where we are now yeah and uh so basically uh i think drax connects with you know we learned that he's connected with iron man and we find this out on yeah because mentors also kind of monitoring that there's yeah. some sort of like on titan, me- on titan men- mentoring that there's mental activity yeah from drax so he's like okay well something is going on just keep keep trying to zero on in on whatever's going on down there so uh iron man's like all right i got the message and now so now we're caught up now, where, now we're caught up and they take him off the little ship. tiny ship where they were all curled up like kittens and he's unconscious well he's playing unconscious he's yeah. not actually unconscious and uh as soon as he gets the opportunity he like shakes them off and he zaps them with his hand so oh the blood brothers yeah and now he's running around trying to find Drax. Drax. And so Drax directs him to it. It kind of, kind of like uh, Jor- uh, uh, Jor-El and Superman. He's like, go to the left, open the door, shoot that person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Space Dad. Space Dad. So he and, he and he shows up and he sees Drax, and so they meet. And then he, and Iron Man's like, Doctor Destroyer, I presume. Sorry, Earth joke. Yeah. And you know, and, and Drax is like, yay! And so he's like, look, uh, blow up this thing so I can get out. Yeah, he's like, but you have to stand like directly in front of me. And Iron Man's like, yeah, 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 whatever, whatever. I'm not listening. And then he kind of get his beam zaps back on himself and knocks him down. Yeah. And he's like, oh, shit, you weren't kidding. And then here comes Thanos, Thanos, who steps on his hand. We just see a bunch of bunch of bunch of purple legs. And now we finally and... get to see the full length Thanos. Yep. This is Thanos's debut. He uh, looks purple skinny. Yeah. Compared to how he is, Looks not like not humongously massive like he usually is portrayed. Also, I mean, he's big, but he's not like huge. Showing lots of skin too. Oh yeah, I don't. I feel like he doesn't always have the. Like, I feel like he's had the skirt. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, because I feel like you know eventually he got pants. He eventually got pants, and he got eventually got huge. Yeah, he started lifting some weights. No, I mean like even taller and stuff. Like he's just kind of a regular size right yeah, now. Yeah, he's kind of a, kind of. I mean, he's still, but he's still beefy. Yeah, he's still beefy, but I mean, he's only like you know like six two. Yeah. Like, I feel like he gets to be like nine something eventually. Yeah. Like, he's just ginormous. Yeah, he's kind of swole. You yeah. Know, he's, 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 you know, he's, he's, he hasn't, uh, discovered, uh, horse, monkey, tr- monkey, monkey steroids yet. Not yet. He hasn't been on Earth long enough. And, like, you know, Iron Man's, hasn't been like, watching wrestling. Yeah. He hasn't been watching. He hasn't, he hasn't gotten to the 80s yet. Yeah. Not yet. Where he hasn't gotten Where he's to like, oh, say my prayers and vitamins huh the Hulk boys Hogan? need their candy and so does thanos yeah yeah um so anyways like hi i'm you know hi i'm thanos fuck you iron man and like and he iron man's like i'll spit on your boots and he's like ah shut up yeah and fuck then you. so they uh that's his buddies so meanwhile 
Mentor has like zeroed in on this mental shit that's going on. Yeah. So he fi- he's like, okay, aim at that. I'm firing up this laser. He calls it Project Freedom. Yes, he's like, get Project Freedom. Get uh, Project Freedom ready. Uh, Project he's been Freedom hanging out with a, with a conservative think tank for a very long time. He's like, this is what we name everything. Oh, man, is uh, he going to be on Fox News? He is. He, maybe, he's their la- mentor from Titan on to discuss, <laughs> uh, discuss uh, conservative principles. Uh, yeah. You are uh, pushing uh, what is known as Project Freedom. He's like, yes, I'm going to shoot a beam into Iron Man's chest. He's like, it's like oh, wait, we, he's we like, picked the wrong guy. Comet pizza. They're like, thank you very much. Uh, so anyway, so he gets his beam ready. <laughs> Alex Jones teams up with Mentor in Project <laughs> Freedom. And now they're going to sell you supplements. What if, what if, what if, what if this was just being Alex Jones, like a purple Alex Jones without a shirt, just being like, <laughs> chemtrails, and he just shoots it. Or maybe, I mean, Alex Jones gets really mad. Maybe he'll eventually turn this color. Oh, man. Future Alex Jones. <laughs> Because, I mean, he, he gets very red. <laughs> he's so red again. He's so red he became purple. Yeah, and that won't go away. <laughs> he looks like he bathed in Kool-Aid. Like, I don't know what's happening. <laughs> uh, so it um, they zap this thing. It zaps down towards Earth. It hits Iron Man, like, right in his little arc reactor. Yeah. Which then creates a, a ch- huge beam that frees Drax. Yeah, huge chest beam frees Drax, and then Drax is like, "Fine, time He's to like, let's, time let's, to throw down, bitches. Let's beat, let's beat up these Horshack looking motherfuckers." And that's exactly what he does. Yeah, uh, and uh, we get a bunch of bunch of fighting. Let's bunch of good, nice, some good brawl in here. Yeah, there's definitely some definite brawl. There's, uh, there's some, some good some, fighting in this issue. Yeah, I like it. Like, lots yeah, of, lots fighting. of fighting. Drax is kicking ass, and fight, Iron fight, Man's fight. helping him, and they're like, "Yo, man, we're fucking pretty good at this shit." Yeah. You know, they're throwing these these gnarly looking dudes around and and I don't know why they're through real quick. I think they're actually called the Blood Brothers because they require blood. Ew. Because at one point one of them tries to bite the thing. How'd that go? Not well. Yeah, yeah. Figures. Ben Grimm was like, hey, my Twitsies or something. And because one of them was like, chomp. <laughs> it was some weird ass. It was like, oh, it's like me biting me. <laughs> Gross. Um, but uh, yeah, so basically they're beating up uh are beating up these guys and they're like look uh we gotta get thanos we gotta get thanos uh you know how'd you do i mean he's pretty you know he's like yeah you linked up with your hometown home talent or whatever or your home planet planet." whatever and your uh, moon and so the the thanos is like yo i'm gonna like blow up this fortress because you guys are here you guys are free and he's like you wouldn't do it thanos because you would die and and he's like no i think he would he's like that fucking petty yeah Uh, he's like i'm taking all of us down and Um, so and so thanos like drax like yeah yeah, doesn't he like zap him or something yeah this is when drax had like powers shooty powers yeah Yeah, he used to have concussive blasts which he doesn't have now he's just kind of like dave batista strong yeah and Iron Man, as I gotta say, throughout this issue, like Iron Man's just kind of like he doesn't really do much. He doesn't really do much, and he just kind of comments on stuff. And he's like, like at one point, he's like, "Holy Toledo, oh yeah. man, looks what!" And he's like, "Hey, good news, good news, Draxy boy." I'm like, "Yeah, could you just like do something?" Like I yeah. kind of like when you do stuff. Well, and they like Iron Man comes and he punches Thanos. And we find out that this Thanos is actually a robot. Yeah, like he cracks open his head like a fucking. It looks like an egg. Like an uh, egg. And there's all sorts of circuitry inside. And they're like, oh, my God, it's just a robot. This isn't the real Thanos. And they're like, well, why do you think it's a robot? It's like, well, it's because it's a booby trap. Yeah. And just at that moment, and everything explode. And so they have to, like, flee. And they do just in time. And they do. And they're like, yo, we got out. Yay. Just in time. It's awesome. And they stand there, like, watching the smoldering ruins. And they're like, you know what? And Bobby, because... Let's be friends. Well, what happened was Bobby Flay 
exploded the egg roll. Oh well, yeah. He didn't realize the gas was up too high. He got so He's like, he's like, I'm about to throw down, and then he threw down, and it exploded. Yeah, well, that's a shame. <laughs> But this this was the end of Bobby. It was also the end of the Food Network. They were like, "Oh, we just showed this guy's," and then they play it forever. They're like, we, "We're just going to show you the episode where Bobby Flay gets killed," and then for, and just like over and over again. No, but what happened was because that's all we do is show reruns. After that happened, they just played an American flag with Bobby Flay's face kind of superimposed <laughs> over it, like very faintly. Yeah, and it was just like like America the Beautiful. And well, maybe it's like I, I play, I, I'm proud to be an American, but like they got Lee Greenwood to do like, I was proud to be Bobby Flay. And like, he like, <laughs> re- proud to be Southwest egg roll. Yeah. Like he got him to like rewrite the lyrics and that's like all it is now. I like that. Yeah. I actually would and like. Maybe every once in a while an, an ad for a Chrysler. I want, I want, I would like for it to really Greenwood to release his, uh, his classic, uh, album, American Patriot. I think that's what it's called. Sure. Uh, with just his face over American, with, with you know, his a painting of his face in the background of american flag but this one is the special bobby flay edition yeah and in the corner there's a little egg roll and it just says like instead of american patriot it's like american pastry <laughs> american, american flaky crust tex-mex yeah it's just like america's chef america's chef Pete, lee greenwood tribute to to, to bobby, bobby flay who who died tragically, died tragically when he tr- threw down just too hard when he, when he threw down in saint thanos's southwestern <laughs> sanctuary <laughs> And Iron Man, Iron Man, and Drax just stood there and was like, "Hey, that's kind of cool." And then, and, and, hey, cool. And then every single time somebody like flips past that Food Network channel when they're in the gym, they're like, "Do you think him and Jan- January Jones were fucking or or what?" Oh, really? Was that a thing? That was like a rumor. I don't know if it was an actual thing. Hey, and then right. you know you just keep going, and they're like, "I guess I'll watch these weird oh, no. property that... brothers who are just like clones of what people <laughs> should look like, but they're not. They're basically robots." What if what what if Bob? Would that mean that Bobby Flay could have been in an episode of Mad Men at some point? I think he actually played bobby draper <laughs> he was one of the many bobby drapers <laughs> yes he's one of the he also played by baby gene a few yeah, times yeah a couple times it's, it's kind of weird because ba- all of a sudden baby gene's head's just real big he's just he's just out there making egg rolls you know yeah. he's just out there on the you know making egg rolls and they just leave them on the grass when they when they're done eating yeah yeah and they just walk away <laughs> just walk away <laughs> It's like he's fine. <laughs> the very special madman. Yeah, I like that. And the baby just rolls down a hill. I like, I like, I like, I like that's how mad that that's all this episode of Mad Men, which is like bo- CGI Bobby Flay head, <laughs> just on one of the on the baby, and you're just yeah. like, oh, all right. And he's like, <laughs> someone should CGI Bobby Flay into more things. Yeah, why are we doing that? Yeah, we could, should. We could should... we? Do you think maybe uh, in in uh, Infinity War when the when the Guardians come to Earth mm-hmm. that uh, there's a the stinger scene is Drax confronting Bobby Flay? Yes. Or Dra- the Drax going to Bobby Flay's grave? Yes. And say like, I remember mm-hmm. when we blew you up. I'm like, like Iron- really sorry. Him, about him this. and Iron Man just being like, Yo, that's where we met. This guy, <laughs> and we are friends. Yeah, Th- and, and the the tombstone just says threw down too hard. <laughs> 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 I like, uh, yeah, and, then, and then and at the end it says uh but really we get to see a thing that says no bobby hey bobby flays were harmed in the filming of this movie uh <laughs> catering by bobby flay <laughs> yeah. in, in movie catering and real life catering by bobby flay yeah yeah the yeah. real bobby flay is alive the real bobby flay at the end at the, it's like ass damn yeah i'm alive i'm alive bobby flay is alive <laughs> infinity war part two bobby flay lives oh man 
I like where this went. Yeah, it, it was. It went to a good place. <laughs> it went to a good place. So, anyways, they're standing on this. I don't know why they're talking so long. They're just like, "Hey, we did pretty good." Yeah, clearly, like, can we be friends? Time? All right, shake, shake, bye, friend, wave. It's, it's like the longest like goodbye. It's like goodbye, shake my hand, maybe, yes, shake. Yeah, shake. it's it's very awkward. Just a lot of very dramatic goodbye here. Yeah, and that's it to the point where he's like, you know, Drax is flying away, and he's like, all right, goodbye. And I was like, it's well, like, farewell, farewell. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and then, uh, yeah, and then that's it. That's it for the issue. And just it says at the bottom, just we don't get the letters page, hmm. but it's just in time for Rasputin. Oh man, Rasputin. Is it the Rasputin. Yes, it's gonna be like you know, my dick was huge. Wait, what? Yeah, that's the whole thing. Like Rasputin. Apparently, his penis is actually on display in like Paris somewhere. Shut up. No, I'm not even kidding. Rasputin had a huge dong. But they did they saved it. Well, I, he was ripped apart. But did they? They was somebody like we got to keep this. I don't know. Put exactly this on I, put, why? Put this in formaldehyde. Yeah. Are you looking that up? I am going to look it up. Uh, I don't know exactly because that was the whole the sort of thing. research we do in this podcast. The whole thing was that Rasputin was supposed to have like a magical dick like that was the oh, for fucking or just in general uh, well that's why the the Zarina listened to him that was the whole thing right like that's why mm. she listened to, even though he could like because you know her son Th- that sounds like had it... hemophilia because they were also fucking inbred that Rasputin was the only one who could kind of make him comfortable because he was just in so much pain all the time oh. um so that's really why she liked him. But the whole thing was, oh, it's because he's fucking all these women in the, the, the Russian court. So this is this is the thing. And it, apparently this is not true, but let or me shit. see. Or shit. You brought it up, I believe. No, no, no. True. I mean, like, it wasn't it wasn't true that he was, you know. It wasn't true that he was fucking? No, it, it wasn't true that that's why she kept him around. Oh. But uh, but, th- but his dick is saved. Well, this, this is what we're going to find out. Oh. Because that's the rumor is that his dick is on display in, like, Paris. Like, this has been the rumor for a long time. So... Uh, maybe it'll say. Is it just like one long room with like a big dick in it? Yeah. It's just like this. I was... think they're saying that it's not. It's just a big like. Did see? Wait, Rasputin was poisoned, shot, and did his penis survive? Okay. Well, yeah. What is what is this, what does it say? Um. It, this is very important, guys. Sexual escapades. Blah 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 blah. Hitler's penis was supposedly bequeathed to his son. Gross. Hitler's son. Yeah, I was like, is that a thing? Did Hitler have a son? Oh, man. That sounds like Oh, a- yeah, John Dillinger's penis is supposed to be alive. That's not... Or, Wait, the, or, the penis is still alive? No, like, kept. Oh. Uh, that's probably not true. Um, was he a huge hog? That's the rumor. <laughs> was the Dillinger escape plan? Is that where the band got that name? Because they were going to use his penis... His gang was going to use his penis to escape out of banks? Yeah. So they don't... They think this is a rumor. Nobody thinks his penis is about. actually... Real. They, they don't think anybody oh, okay. actually has it. But the rumor for so long has been that Rasputin's penis is like hanging around. Kind of the same thing with John Dillinger. His penis was humongous and they kept it and blah, 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 blah. Mm. Uh, again, not you, you, true. You, you learn a lot of things on this show, folks. Yeah. I think you are you are truly in the age of information. Yeah, I mean. With this podcast. Look up, you know, Rasputin's penis if you're bored. Yeah, if, if you're bored. If you're bored. If you're not bored, don't do it. Yeah, don't do it at work either. Do do, 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 do real things. <laughs> do 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 you do your job. <laughs> whatever is the last thing that you have, to, whatever you haven't done in your life, do all that, and then look up Rasputin. and then look up Rasputin's penis and John Dillinger's penis and Napoleon's penis. Napoleon's penis. Apparently, that was also a, people say Napoleon's penis is hanging out somewhere. 
Wait, so this is all. Who's keeping these penises? <laughs> like seriously, like are you just like mm, historical moment? Better save it. Chop like what? Like after the guy's dead? Like what? You gonna tell me next that they kept Lincoln's penis? They definitely did. I've never heard a rumor that they kept Lincoln's penis. He figured somebody would would. He I was, mean, he, if he was they, a beloved man. We're keeping everybody else's penises. We might as well keep his. Oh boy! If we kept, I mean, how many fucking penises? We would find penises everywhere. Those penises are being stored in the warehouse at the end of Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yes, <laughs> or at the end of the pilot of the X Files. <laughs> same, same place. Same place. It's all that that creepy government warehouse. You know, that's a thing you should have asked Dean Haglund. Are there penises in there? Excuse me. At the end of the pilot of the X Files, are they storing penises? All the fame, all the <laughs> in, uh, famous penises. Can I find Throughout Lincoln's history? penis in the pent in the basement of the Pentagon or whatever? We're going to keep it. The answer is yes. Yes, you can. He will just, Dean Hagel will just be like, yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. That's yeah. a thing. Yeah, sure. Here, here's, a, here's a pass. Go go use it. Go so, find it. Here, one free pass to see the penises, please. <laughs> Take me to the government-held <laughs> penises. see the penises, please. <laughs> God damn you, Iron Man. <laughs> this is all Iron Man's fault. I really, I really hope that the next issue is just like... Do you think they had... I mean, like, do you think they kept Milton Berle's penis? They should have. Right? He's got a hog. He had a hog. Well, apparently he was called Pizza Box. Because <laughs> he appara- apparently he was able to stretch it across oh, the Oh, no. 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 I mean, we're not talking like a, a modern day Pizza Box. I think that's like, what it was. Hey, order a Pizza Box the size of your fucking table because we're just gluttonous Americans and we need to like... Oh, not a party it. pizza. We're yeah. talking like a usual 12-inch pizza. Okay. That's, 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 that's It's still ridiculous. You know, like stretch it, like I think or that's, like that's what the just rumor is. Whap it, just like whap. I, think, I think he just hung it out and then he just went <laughs> diameter wise. <laughs> you know, I mean, tactically, you can say you can call yourself pizza box if you're measuring. You know, most guys can be like you know go across like an Elio's pizza. Uh, you know, uh, yeah, I mean, like one of those like ones that you put in the toaster, like yeah, a Tostitos do, pizza. Do a, hot, do a hot pocket. Call yourself hot pocket. I mean, seriously, you could be like, I'm pizza box. You put yourself across a hot pocket call box. Us, call, they call me pizza box hot pocket. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Without knowing what pizza was, he talking like bagel pizzas. Like, I know. What are we talking here? Well, he's like, I can fit myself across twelve bagel pizzas. You're like, yo, I mean, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There was I used to do that one commercial where. For bagel pizzas, Tony Hawk was in it, and he was like, he was. Like, was it when it was extreme? Yeah, because there yeah. were a bunch of kids got like bagels, and like Tony, Tony, and they did Tony Hawk to show up, and he was like, he was like eating the bagel pizzas, and they're like, they're like, hey, Tony Hawk, what's up? And he's like, hey, and he's like, have a bagel bagels back. He's like, nah, man, and he just leaves. <laughs> he's like, I could use Milton Bro. We got to measure his penis. <laughs> got to get to him before he dies. Yeah, because what if he had tiny? I mean, like, what if he had like a Barbie sized pizza box? He's like, I don't know, pizza box. That's why aren't you looking that up on your phone? <laughs> Some things need to remain a mystery. Well, you know what we're doing after this episode. <laughs> Anyways, that's it for Iron Man number 55 from February 1973. Would you read the next issue of Iron Man continuing the saga of Rasputin and his gigantic cock? I don't, Aren't I don't, you intrigued? Well, it's not actual Rasputin. I don't it? know. Maybe it is. <laughs> maybe maybe he goes to Paris and he looks at the dick. I, maybe. I mean, I watched and it. And Iron Man goes, hmm, that's a good dick. Oh, look, there's a villain. You know, th- this was never answered in Anastasia, the animated movie. Oh. <laughs> how dare how uh, dare they leave that out? I mean, maybe. Uh, this is one of those, you know, it's kind of in the older older vein of comics. I could yeah. probably yeah, read this. this is I, a, I could read this. It's Jim Starlin, though, so it gets weird. Oh, but, yeah. 
but I like drugs. that. Yeah, drugs. Yeah. Drugs, 70s drugs. Yeah, man. Yeah, we're not fucking around here. I think, like, in the 70s, they just, like, came to your house. It was just like... <laughs> like you, pizza boxes. Yeah, and they were just like, the government wants you to take these. You're like, I don't know. <laughs> the government wants you to take Everybody these. Everybody needs to be high. Continue. <laughs> I think that's what they did for comic book writers. <laughs> Bob Haney definitely did his share. <laughs> well, they were just like, oh, hey, you've been hired. Uh, here's your benefits package. Uh, this, the benefits here's, package also has drugs in it. Here's a key to the restroom. This is where you park your car, and this is the cocaine room cocaine come in whenever you want or or lsd or the lsd room you know one of the two and you also get some speed maybe some valium too mm -hmm. we're doing all that in the 70s quaaludes, quaaludes. Yeah. yeah see you know it i know uh well that's it for this week's episode then uh thank you for listening yeah i would read this too by the way I'm yeah good. yeah I, i'll i one day you i probably will... have the next one don't you mm, probably do not because uh, not not collected either but one okay. day i'm gonna go iron man crazy oh shit I, I'm, I, you watch okay I'm, I'm prepared. I am prepared. I'm prepared to buy a bunch of Iron Man volumes because oh god, I feel that I am. We need more space. <laughs> we'll just do trades. Okay, trades Fair or, or digital. Digital, yeah. See, I'm, I'm, I'm Iron Man. I'm a. I feel like Iron Man as a character. If I committed to Iron Man as a kid, I'd be the fucking coolest kid right now. That's... Coolest guy. Coolest kid. I, I would never grow up. <laughs> I would just be really into it, Sean so. Merrick, thirty-seven-year-old kid. The thirty-seven-year-old kid, Sean Merrick star. Um, <laughs> Yeah, but I'm into it. So, yeah, that's it for this book. Uh, thanks for listening. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram mm -hmm. at uh, Angry Hero. I'm at Angry Hero Sean. And I'm at Jen Stansfield on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, Worst Collection Ever. You can email us, worstcollectionever at gmail.com. I have not checked that address in a while. Yeah, so you, you guys may have been emailing us and uh, we haven't looked. I'll we look should up. because we suck. One day we'll look and one day we'll do more listener yeah. quests and stuff. There's probably a bunch of emails like, fuck you guys. Yeah, like, probably oh, just a bunch of fair enough. Garbage. Not like, not like listener people but like just like just like hey do you want your band to do well yeah you're like yeah like thank you it's like i don't have a band yeah so now I'm, uh yeah I've, maybe maybe if it's mud vein um yeah but see i'm doing, I'm doing callbacks i yeah. noticed that I've, was really I've been, good i've been really good i'm today. so proud of you so yeah check us out all those places email us uh leave us a review and wherever. i have a podcast wherever you get the show five stars give us a high rating we would really appreciate that and uh, today's a very special day when we're recording this. It is Jen's birthday. It is my birthday. So happy birthday, babe. Thank you. I wanted to uh, announce that on the air. Oh, Even thank you. Even though when you listen to it on Thursday, you'll... Be... It will no longer be my birthday. No longer be your birthday, but... Uh, it is today. We had a good uh, good birthday day today. I bought you a Batman cake. You did. It was so exciting. I love the... And you can see a picture of it on my Instagram. There's Batman cake. There was a Batman cookie. There was a Batman cookie. Uh, very exciting. Yeah, so good times. Uh, so thanks for listening, folks, and we'll talk again soon. Bye. Thank you.